Welcome to the Leading for Impact podcast, where we spotlight influential leaders in the nation's second largest school district, LA Unified. I am Sophia Mendoza, Director of LA Unified's Instructional Technology Initiative from the Division of Instruction. Together, co-hosts Jamie Galgana and Francisco Canche bring you the voices of leading experts and practitioners who are making a positive impact on teaching and learning in their communities for all learners and families. Speaking of influential leaders and leading experts, today we have the pleasure of learning from LA Unified's very own Dr. Shelby Sims. Dr. Sims began her educational journey right here in the City of Angels. She is an LA Unified alumni where she attended kindergarten to 12th grade in South Central Los Angeles. In her pursuit of being a lifelong learner, Dr. Sims attended the University of Southern California, where she obtained her doctorate degree. Dr. Sims brings over 20 years of dedicated service to the scholars and families of LA Unified. She is the former principal and founder of Western Avenue Technology, Engineering, Communications, Humanities, Magnet School in Local District West. This one-of-a-kind school is focused on fostering innovation and personal school culture for our most youngest learners in expanded transitional kinder to our middle grade students in eighth grade. As you will hear from Dr. Sims, she is a champion of educational justice. She is a true activist in raising awareness for the purposeful and ethical use of technology to support high needs and historically underserved communities. She unapologetically raises attention to disparities seen in the digital divide and its impact on students of color and their families. Dr. Sims also supports the international and ed tech community statewide by holding memberships to the International Society for Technology Education, ISTE, and Computer Using Educators, Q. She has been awarded the American Graduate Champion and Educator of the Year, recognitions that honor her dedication to community partnerships. Most recently, Dr. Sims was promoted as the Administrative Coordinator of Instruction of Black Student Achievement in the Office of the Superintendent. I'm looking forward to learning more about her new role. I hope you are too. But most importantly, one of the biggest parts of her life is being a wife to her loving husband and a mother to their three wonderful children. Please welcome Dr. Sims. Wow. Well, let me first say how excited I am to be here and thankful to this fearless leadership of our Sophia, Sophia Mendoza. I absolutely adore you. And just how I've seen this office continue to evolve and excel, of course, with the support and contribution of Francisco. You guys are just amazing. So I'm so excited to be here. I really watched the, the department grow and develop. And I don't know if you know, but this department is definitely a jewel of the district. 
it's not even a hidden jewel anymore. It used to be hidden, but now you guys are like out in front. You're not hidden anymore. So really just a super congratulations to you all just for even having a podcast. Look how fancy is that? So a little bit about me. You've heard a lot. I'm Shelby Sims, more often known as Dr. Sims. And I currently am the administrative coordinator, one of the administrative coordinator of instructions, and I'm working in the Black Student Achievement out of the office of the superintendent. I've been with LA Unified, I just found out now over 30 years. I got a little plaque. I was like, what? It took 30 years of my life? No, I'm still very, very excited and happy (laughs) that I actually am still here and excited about all that that we're doing. I started in the district as a teacher assistant. So I've kind of hit every layer now, and I'm just really super excited and and proud of everything that we're doing. First of all, Dr. Sims, thank you for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about how you've made an impact in the field of education? So thinking about that question and the impact, I feel as if my focus largely on some of the spaces that may not always be comfortable for everyone, but looking at the digital divide and recognizing that it does exist, but now how do we as leaders and as educators, leaders of our families that we serve and leaders of the teachers as administrators, how do we start to look at this divide and begin to dismantle it? So having our ITI, ITF, all the programs that are around looking at tech, And not just looking at it from a vantage point of simply a CTE class, right? But how is it integrated into everything that we do? There's a saying that reading is fundamental, and this still holds true. However, reading is connected to all forms of learning and our ability as teachers and leaders. We have to assure that our students are able to push past their boundaries that may be placed on them, that, you know, may or may not be of their own, you know, doing, they're just placed on them. And we have to realize that technology is really the new reading, right? It's at a level where we have to know that it's not just the social media pieces, even though I love all those pieces. They're amazing. You know, that's how we've really been able to connect even when we were in a stay-at-home order and whatnot. But recognizing and realizing that it's important that our students know how we use technology to advance and how technology is a part of everything that we do. We kind of started to feel it more during the pandemic or being in the pandemic, but there are still tons of students that are lagging behind. The differences between our students that are considered low SES and those that are not when it comes to tech still puts them at a huge disadvantage. So part of the impact that I want to bring every day is recognizing it and then moving into doing things to change it. That's excellent. Thank you so much for sharing that you focus on, you know, breaking down some of those barriers to the digital divide. And I agree that technology is foundational literacy. And in your new position, how are you continuing your equity and citizenship advocacy for all the students and schools that you support? What are some of the current projects you're working on or some of your latest interests? Yes. So working with this special project of BSAP, that's kind of like our nickname now, BSAP, I'm sharing my tech innovation, starting with my administrators that I share the position with, from things that I thought were kind of basic, like sending a delayed email, 
to really getting into Microsoft 365 Office and learning all of, I decided I'm just going to teach myself all of it. So I just started studying what is a planner, what is Sway, what is OneDrive, what is all of these things. And now I see that there are so many that go into their email and they don't even look at those little nine dots up there. Like, what does that little box mean? So I actually do a weekly tech meeting and I do a tech training and professional development with my team and also with the other administrators. And with this, now we're moving into planners and the planners are helping us really leverage our time and really make things more efficient. With the principles that I serve, we're doing the same thing. And I'm introducing everyone to ISTE and the ISTE standards. When we think about change, right? When we think about change management, I would be considered like the one far, far on the end who like jumped in whole body and started swimming in the tech pool. Like, yes, this is what we do. But we still have so many that are either in the middle or they're laggers. It's almost like they're kind of embarrassed to not know something with tech. So I really work hard to stop them from feeling embarrassed and turn them more techier, right? So we started talking about how would you be able to find out this information? And of course, ISSI comes up and I'm like, what? You haven't been to a conference? You absolutely have to go. You have to go to the website. You have to become a member. And then we started looking at the ISSI standards. So in this role, I have, I guess I have more reach to be able to share that information, just SAMR, just sharing SAMR alone was like so eye-opening for others. And I had to kind of calm down my excitement and really take the time to say, hey, this is what SAMR stands for. These are examples. Where did I get this information from? Well, right here with LUSD and our ITI department, moving into ISTE. Also, you can go to Q. So just those types of conversations have just been really powerful and enlightening. Well, I was a little shocked, but I'm happy, but still enlightening to so many people. I was surprised. Dr. Sims, I love how you are literally meeting the learners where they are, right? So you have that depth of knowledge of all these concepts that you're able to, hey, if you want to swim Olympic size laps with me, let's do it. If you just want to dip in your toe, I'm there, right? So I think that is fantastic that, you know, you are able to recognize that and just be able to coach and, like you said, mentor them. Looking ahead, what are you looking forward to as you continue to make an impact throughout the district? What would you like to share with other education leaders? Well, you guys know this is part of my passion, but looking into more ed tech as far as home with the parents. Our parents are still not where a lot of their children are. Now, they're very media savvy when it comes to technology. They can post, they can video, they can go live. But being able to transition those types of skill sets into the needs of their children and combining that whole school, home, home, school connection, that's really where I'm starting to focus, my focus more so on. So in my other role, I am a part-time USC professor through their online program, MAT at USC. It's okay. I also have a degree from UCLA too. It's funny. So working with that program and working with future teachers, these are the kinds of conversations we're having. How are we going to be able to help those that are most in need, especially when it comes to the parents? So our need for and our desire for our parents to be a part of our parent portal. A lot of parents felt like they couldn't use it they were like, oh, it's too complicated. How can I do it? And I would, again, think about where they were tech-wise. And I'd say, do you have Facebook? Do you have Instagram? 
have you posted anything on there? You got this, you can use it. And before I left Western, we have 100% on parent portal. It was kind of like unheard of. People were going, well, how'd you do that? We just kept talking to them. We met them where they were and we showed them. So when it was time to transition to that daily pass, I never even thought of doing that on paper. I said, no, we're not gonna do it on paper. Our parents don't know how to do this. So you have that conversation around, but a lot of your parents uh, aren't from the United States. They migrated. They don't know how to do this. A lot of your parents don't speak English. They don't have this problem. I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> They're doing international calls. They're doing live sessions with grandma in wherever, all over the world. Are you nuts? My parents are capable and able to do all of it. And they showed it. And it was time to do the paper. They were like, oh, no, I did the daily class at home. Here you go. So just to see that little bit of glimmer of, wow, when you believe and when you show parents you believe in them and you respect them, then it's reciprocated. They feel the same about you. So really looking into ed tech and connecting that educational technology with the home, that's like my next big venture. And the other piece is I'm working on some blogs. We'll talk about that at another time and supporting parents that are in transition. So I was doing some research with some USC colleagues around, because we're not saying homeless anymore, we're saying unhoused. So that's gonna be kind of like the new language around it. But really looking at students that are unhoused, parents that are in transition, and how technology can support those students in those situations and continue their learning. So a couple of exciting things. That is very exciting. Uh, First off, congratulations on that 100% getting your community on a parent portal, that is an incredible feat that I'm sure principals everywhere are jealous of. But yes, thank you so much. I could hear the passion of how you care for the whole child, including their community, their families, really upskilling those parents so they can continue the programs at home that their students are starting in our schools. So thank you for sharing a little bit about what is coming ahead. And we're looking forward to learning about those blogs. I mean, if you want to speak more to them now, you are welcome to, or we could keep that package and wait for that present for later. Look, I want to be invited back. I had to put the little carrot out for you guys. I need to come back. (laughs) That's a good little trick there. We will call you back to our show. (laughs) Well, as we wrap it up, might there be any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? I want to just tell everyone to always believe in themselves. Like always believe in yourself. Sometimes it's difficult. You can't really see the next steps and you can become unsure, but belief is the biggest hurdle. So it's one of the things we worked with our students and our families about in believing in their strength and believing in the connections with others that also helps you excel. So just continue to believe in yourself through it all because I know we're going through so much But knowing that at the end of all of it, you'll prevail, right? You'll find those like minds that'll just start to gravitate towards you. And they'll also help you achieve all your goals. Dr. Sims, I am a believer. Thank you for those words of encouragement. It's always a pleasure to see you. Thank you for your inspirational message you shared with us and the great things you're doing for the district. Here in our podcast, we appreciate you taking the time to share with our listeners how you lead for impact. Thank you. Look, see you next time. I got to come back. Thank you. This wraps up Episode 7 with Dr. Shelby Sims, the Administrative Coordinator of Instruction for Black Student Achievement in Local District West. We will catch you on our next episode of the Leading for Impact podcast, brought to you by the LA Unified Division of Instruction 
Instructional Technology Initiative team.